This podcast is brought to you by Australia's LGBTQIA plus community media organisation, Joy. Keep Joy on air by becoming a member, a subscriber or donate. Head to joy.org.au. Joy, a diverse sound for a diverse community. Little Fish on Joy 94.9. That was Icy Facts. Uh, off the third album by Alex and the Rams, I'm joined in the studio right now with Simon, who's behind the strings of that uh, album. Thanks for coming in and joining me today. Uh, hey, how are you going? <laughs> I'm very, very well. Now, uh, I was sort of talking to you uh, before about how um, I wasn't sure how long you've been together, and you guys have been around for quite a while, right? It's true. Yeah, I think... We're coming up on seven years. Seven. Yeah, maybe like six and two thirds. You're almost a yeah. teenager. Yeah. Well. In a musical sense. Um, but <laughs> cats' yeah. lives were like middle-aged. <laughs> <laughs> middle-aged, yeah. yeah. And a, but in dogs' lives, you're only one. Oh, yeah? So. Is that, no, there's seven years for every dog year, so we'd be 49. All right, so math's not my strong point. <laughs> not that I'm comparing you to a bunch of dogs, cats, canine, feline. That's all right. Very uh, human. Now, the, the reason I asked about how long you've been around together is because uh, this this album is very well well produced. Uh, oh, the sound you. is very mature. And, yeah, you sort of just, uh, I got from the conversation we had earlier that you actually mixed the, the album recording it. Yeah, uh, Alex and I recorded it and then I mixed it. Yeah. And how do you think uh, it it differs having uh, somebody else, like a producer, come in and put their flavour on your album versus how when you do it yourself? Um, well, yeah, apart like in the past, we've had producers with Casey Rice do our last record, and um, I don't know, we do, it certainly takes a lot longer when you do it yourself. Yeah, it's more pedantic about things and. Also, the way that we recorded it, it was just hard to tell when everything was done. Yeah. Because we just kept piling things on, knowing that we'd sort of strip it back when we got to mixing, but we had to kind of put a stop to it at some point. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I guess, what is it, the Coco <laughs> Chanel rule? Always take off the last thing you put on? Yeah, something like that. Yeah. Exactly, yeah. Very chic. Yep. Uh, I love it. Um, but obviously, like with any masterpiece work of art, you, uh, like you said, it, you get to a point where you sort of have to force yourself to be happy with it. Yeah. And are you at that stage with, with facts now that you're 100% happy with it and can listen to it and all that kind of thing? Yeah, I think I'm as happy as you can be, really. Yep. Yeah, what was that? Yeah, I think Paul Kelly said, art is never finished, just yep. abandoned. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Which I think <laughs> Something like that. I think yeah. it's very true. Mm. Um, and obviously, three albums down the track. Mm. And, uh, you've been you've been at it for a while. How? Where has this one taken you from previous endeavors um, and releases? Is it is it different? Have you taken a new approach to it? Yeah, I mean, we recorded it differently. We used to just write the songs kind of together as a band. I mean, it's always kind of mainly Alex, but um, you know, arrange them all together and then learn to play them well, and then go into the studio and track live, which is, and then overdub stuff, which is kind of the standard way of doing things or has been for decades yep um but this time we sat down in front of the computer and wrote and recorded simultaneously so it kind of i don't know yeah (laughs) it just it came out completely differently i guess to all the stuff more more tight and the songs are shorter and i don't know yeah we're exploring pop ideas and I guess yeah. it's one of those things, isn't it, where sometimes um, something just comes out and it's crazy and it's great, but you can't necessarily replicate it and practice it again. If you're writing while you're recording at the same time, you're obviously mm. going to be uncovering these. Yeah, you just find out. And then you forget how to play everything. And when you come to have to play it live, it's like rediscovering it completely. It's brand new. You're not like <laughs> sick of it 
because you've been playing it for two years already. Like, yeah. That's great. So you must mm. be quite good at ear reading and all good musically if you have to then reinterpret your own songs. Yeah, we don't write anything down. So, like, it's good to have all the multi track stuff. You just solo the guitar. What, you know, what the hell did I play there? And <laughs> <laughs> learn how to play it again. It's like amnesia yeah. music. Yeah, yeah. That's great, though. I suppose, um, you know, you can play it any number of ways. So, I guess you've got, uh, you can have any number of people also trying to figure out your songs and you can't say that they're doing the right or the wrong way because you yeah. don't even know. Yeah, no, we don't know either. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I, I think that's great. Uh, so how about how about your live show? I mean, how much emphasis do you put on, on creating the sort of live vibe from the album? Um, yeah, well, I mean, we don't try. We One of the things with the recording was that we didn't... Uh, we made a rule that we just throw anything, any idea down and not think about how the hell are we going to do this live. Yeah. So, yeah, rehearsing for the tour on now was a lot of long process of kind of deciding what bits to keep and what bits to do away with and what bits to, to rewrite. So yep. we're not concerned with replicating the record exactly. Um, it's just, yeah, all about oh, kind of keeping the energy up and and trying to make it a memorable experience. I'm sure. Yeah. I'm sure. Oh, totally sure happens <laughs> um, time and time again. But I mean, do you think that there's a bit of pressure in doing that? Because often, you know, when you when you go to see gigs and there's a significant, um, I don't know, layering or different kind of post production effects on the album. That I yeah. think a lot of punters are sort of wondering whether or not it'll be created. And I guess there's a level of expectations that people are grappling with. Do you find that that kind of puts a little bit of pressure on you? Um, not not at our level. No. Um, like. Yeah, obviously these days with digital mixing consoles and stuff, there's you bands can just reproduce exactly what's going on. You can do everything to click tracks, and you can have any number of effects, and you can really just make it sound exactly like the record if you want. Yeah. But at the scale that we're sort of performing at, the kind of size rooms that we're playing, there's no pressure whatsoever to reproduce the record. Yeah. Which is great because it's more exploratory. Yeah. For yeah. You. Yep. For you, so you're in the the middle of a tour, mm. um, and how's that sort of been going? Obviously, you're gearing up for your, your big Melbourne show on on Friday. Friday yeah, uh, but how's sort of it been going? Uh, it's been good. Yeah, uh, we're playing really well, so we're really psyched about just being on stage together. Yep, um, we've had some really good shows and a couple of duds like. Byron Bay was a disaster. I've had a few people actually sort of had bad experiences playing Byron Bay. I wonder why. Yeah, I don't know. They're not as open-minded as they would like to think they are. See, that's so strange. I sort of thought that they'd be the kind of people that would love anything. Yeah, no, this place that we played, they really just wanted um, uh, blues and roots kind of stuff. So it's kind of the booker's fault for, like, not... I mean, he listened to our stuff and uh, said, yeah, come and play. But then when we got there, it was like, oh, no, you don't want anything like this, like this kind of yeah. tight pop rock stuff. It was like, yeah, they weren't into it. Oh, <laughs> no. Oh, no. Just Normally people seem to quite like us live when they're discovering it's for the first time. There's yep. a lot going on, but, yeah, we drove everyone away. Oh, well, you know what? There's there's obviously that's one show out of out of any number of them. What about, what mm. about your good shows? What has been the tour highlight so far? Um, Sydney and Canberra were really great. Yeah. Um, just nothing really particularly special, just having a decent crowd and good sound and playing really well. Yeah. Kind of, we got two new members um, uh, in the last year, like our drummer and keyboard player singer. Yeah. So kind of getting out and kind of discovering what they're like as musicians and people and stuff, like that's the best thing about it. And, and how do you go yeah. about sort of letting people into the fold like that? Um, do you well, do... Alex and the Ramps' next top model, kind of. Yeah, we did audition. Yeah. For, well, we auditioned for the keyboard player, 
and then um, when it came around to do our drummer, which was a few months later, we were so exhausted by auditioning and people and stuff, we just kind of thought about who we knew yeah. and directly asked somebody. Yeah. <laughs> um, yeah. But, I mean, it's pretty easy. They're really awesome people, so yeah. we just kind of throw them in. It's like sink or swim, I guess. Yeah, yeah. well, I think it sounds <laughs> by the sounds like they're swimming with you so far. Yeah, better swimmers than us. <laughs> don't put down your swimming skills um, but that that's great so we can see all of this mixing pot of swimmers and also musicians mm. on Friday uh, at the Northgate Social Club that's correct um, as you launch Facts so yeah. get on down there yeah uh, we're all very excited to to see what's coming up next but but after the the, the uh what am I saying? Um, after the Friday's launch, what, what's happening after that? I mean, are you going to back, jump back into the studio or is there a few more shows? We've got a few more shows. So I think the Thursday night we play Geelong. Saturday we play Adelaide. And the week after we're going to Hobart. Uh, I'm going to check out Mona while we're down there. Yes, be I've awesome. been dying to get down there. Yeah. I really want to see the wall of vaginas. Mm, mm, yeah. I'll see the machine that makes poop. I haven't even heard of that one. <laughs> the cloaca. Yeah, apparently the room it's in smells exactly like poop. <laughs> <laughs> uh, what are the ingredients for poop like? I think I don't know. They poop? just put in organic stuff matter, like yeah, and then the machine mimics a digestive system. <laughs> Gosh! So between the machine that makes poop and the wall of vaginas, it's going to be it's pretty very awesome, anatomical. I think. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I've not even thought of that, but you know what? I'm getting down to the Mona, <laughs> and if if you're also down at the moment, Mona, make sure you see Alex in the ramps because they'll just put the icing on. Yeah. The shit i guess yeah <laughs> <laughs> uh you're listening to little fish uh thanks for joining me uh alex and Oops. the ramps dude uh simon was <laughs> a long-winded way of saying thanks for coming in simon yes no a pleasure yeah all right um we're going to play um one of the singles yes sure Bummer. go for it Bummer. all right uh you're listening to little fish with hannah you're on joy 94.9 Thanks for listening to another Joy podcast brought to you by Australia's LGBTQIA plus community media organisation, Joy. Help us keep Joy on air. Head to joy.org.au. Joy, a diverse sound for a diverse community.